0: hi guys welcome to another episode of perfectly imperfect with me mercy this is season 10 it's a new season and this is episode 101 yay we finally hit the 100 um episode mark and now we are already trying to gather the rest (laughs) of the 100 episodes so thank you so much for being here thank you so much for taking the time uh to click the link that led you to this amazing platform And if a friend sent this link to you, kindly give them a big thank you from me because sharing goes a long way. And I have I have been insisting this, I think, from season seven. Sharing really goes a long way. It really ensures that um, people know there's such a platform like this that exists. There's such a wonderful community like, like this we have created on here that exists. And I would really, really appreciate it if you told a friend um, about this platform and podcast. And um, in the spirit of sharing, thank you so much guys for always sharing my content because we have been nominated for the podcast of the year um, category on the people's choice awards um awards and thank you so much thank you so much for your support because i am sure i did not do this on my own i did it on i i made it to that um, nomination only because i have such a wonderful community on here and uh i hope this episode uh won't be out by the time um i hope this episode will be out before uh the voting ends rather and i truly hope um that you guys will keep voting 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 for perfectly imperfect podcast as the podcast of the year 2023 and um voting is 10 bob per vote and the minimum number of votes uh, you can vote is 100 uh, votes however you can vote as many times as you wish every day please give me those votes guys please you can vote even i don't know for 200 votes 100 votes i will really really appreciate it if you voted and if you told your friends and other fans of mine uh to vote for me thank you so we are starting off the season with quite um a heavy topic and this topic has been on my mind for the longest and i did like kind of like up at one of this um episode so i will really really um advise you to check out um, the episode on, uh, sorry, you're rejected. Uh, I was talking about rejection. And at the time, I had gotten back-to-back rejection emails and messages. And I was just feeling like, you know, I don't know how to take all this. Like, I do not know how to handle all this. And uh, other things in my life were also not going well. So, rejection had really hit me so bad. And I was like, I don't know how you guys move on after rejection. Like I do not understand why people say rejection is redirection because it doesn't seem like redirection to me. That is how I felt in that um instance. I was like, this doesn't feel like redirection. It doesn't even feel like I am ever going to be redirected to any other path in my life that is gonna lead me to what I've always wanted to do or become. And at this at, the, at that point, I really really needed to know like how people handle rejection. And I did that episode just to just to speak um. My mind, you know, just to tell people exactly how I'm feeling and how I could deal with it. If you're keen enough to listen on that episode, I didn't even have a moral, like, I didn't even have a solution because even me, I was like, I don't even know, like, I've, I I just arrived honestly. I've never been here. And um, recently, because that was like months ago, recently God has just redirect, redirected my life in so many beautiful ways. And. For sure, I know it doesn't feel like it when or you, when you're in that space right now, but for sure, I think I think I'm on the path, like I'm on that side, I'm on that percentage that says rejection is di- is redirection, and note I've said it might not feel like that. It, it might not like feel like that at that certain certain point because you're at that point where you're feeling hopeless where you're feeling like everything is over for you where you're feeling like you're not good enough where you're feeling like you're not getting the recognition that you deserve and in that process of thinking like how you're not good enough how you don't how like nobody ever recognizes your work imposter syndrome now starts creeping in and it just makes things worse because imposter syndrome honestly is just trying to tell you how you're not deserving enough. It's trying to tell you how you don't, you know, you're not even good enough to be, you know, like that, like that, uh, to, you know, to, you don't deserve good things your way. That is basically what imposter syndrome is. And in that um, instance of, of trying to, you know, understand or taking the rejection most of it most of what comes like to your mind is just negativity is always like i'm not good enough maybe that why is i've been rejected because my body looks like this i mean i have been rejected because i talk like this i have been rejected because i didn't go to the best um university i have been rejected because my course is not good enough i mean other people have like uh, these huge courses and it gets to that point where you now start doubting yourself, and imposter syndrome creeps in. And I'm talking about redirection because I know how I know exactly how it feels to be rejected, and I also know, know how it feels to be redirected. For your life to change, like over a cup, a, a like over few weeks, your life just take, takes a turn, and you don't even understand how that happened. And in that process of trying to, you know, find a way to. To handle the rejection because either way you are going to handle the rejection. You're going to take your L and go back home. If um, um, uh, if it's oh my God, <sighs> sorry, I was a bit um distracted. So I was saying um, uh, may it be a CV or like a job opportunity that you have missed. May it be, an I don't know, a brand endorsement that you missed. May it be. It could be. I don't even know maybe the person you wanted to be in a relationship with has rejected you and at that point it feels like it's really the end of the world and it can feel like it's um it can feel like it's it's over for you i'd say but in the process of me trying to handle the rejection oh yeah i was saying you're gonna take the l eventually you're going to you're going to move on with your life at a company job and you had you had already envisioned you working at that place being a corporate buddy and all um earning a good salary uh ticking things off your bucket list and you don't and you don't get the job eventually you're gonna have to take the l sit at home and start applying for other jobs but in that me i honestly i can comfortably i can um confidently say i do not know how to handle rejection because at that at that time i was anxious i was sweating all the time i was crying i was having breakdowns i was just like i just want this feeling to end like not even like the fact that i have been rejected this feeling the after feeling of me waking up every day and thinking about that job that opportunity that i missed that you know everything that i had did not get and i i had planned to get and in that um in that uh in that time it felt in that season of my life it felt like God had abandoned me it felt like God did not care about me anymore. I felt like maybe even God didn't have all these good plans for me and i I went um on to like read the Bible just to get a more uh deeper understanding of God to understand how like God's promises to me does God still love me? am I still his child? and I, I i really got to kind of like understand god a bit i don't even think it's a bit it's a lot i understood god and i started like you know reading the bible and praying because praying sort of gave me some comfort yeah and not only did um did reading the bible and praying give me peace i mean comfort it also gave me um like peace. I've never been that peaceful when my life was chaotic ever in my life. I was so peaceful every time I read the Bible, every time I just prayed to God, even a simple prayer. Every time I went to church, sometimes I'd go to church and sit while people were praying because I didn't, I didn't have the right words. I knew I would be so mad at God and I would just start um, being so bitter at him and I did not want that. So I just went to church for the afterpiece that came with it so i would always go to church every sunday sit just sit in church listen to the word of god and funny enough almost all the messages at the time that i i was hearing most of them were like god has not forgotten you god still has you in his plans god's plans still remain for your life and i was just i was just doubting i was like are you guys sure like are you even sure of what you're saying? And I took time to kind of read the Bible, and I would like to share a few of some okay, a few of the verses that stood out for me. And I'm really sorry if you don't if you if you don't like believe in God and the Bible, because I do, and I feel like. I just need to talk about it because it's something that gave me peace. And I know even if it, like it might not, it might not sound like that is something you can derive peace from, but I promise you I did. And I'm sure you can too. So I I think I will share a few of my of like verses that helped me or yeah, from the Bible that really helped me and comforted me in knowing that God still has me in, in his plan and, He has not forgotten me. And one of those uh, verses was like, I just went and started reading verses that had like God's promises to me. Because I wanted to be sure, what are these promises? Am I, like, will I be waiting for something on God that he has not promised to me as his child? And I'm just here waiting on him and Maybe that they will never come. And I just went and searched for verses that prove that God promised me something so that I could hold him accountable to that. I could be like, you promised me this. And I, you know, I am a child and I think I need this. And one of them was um Romans chapter 10 verse um 17. Uh, I'm not going, I'm not like going to read it, but it says so, um, it says uh, there's comfort in knowing that, well, I'm just, trying to read from what I had written because I, I wrote it in my journal there is comfort in knowing God is at work in our lives comfort as a result of confidence not in our own abilities but in a God whose promises never fail the confidence comes only by faith and and faith comes from hearing God's word that is Romans ten, seventeen. so faith comes from hearing the word of God and I was like, okay, so God has promised me comfort and here I am. I'm having um, mental breakdowns. I'm not at peace. I'm anxious the entire night. I cannot even sleep well the entire night. I I keep waking up. I keep thinking. I keep, you know, overthinking things. But this God had promised me comfort. And I was like, so you promised to give me comfort, to give me good night's sleep? Because I was not getting good night's sleep. I, I had eye bags. I was just so exhausted every time I woke up in the morning. And that is one thing that I was like, so God has promised me comfort and I believe I'm going to get comfort. The other verse was like, um, uh, God promises to give you rest. And that was in Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30 that says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And I was like, okay, then I'm tired. I'm mentally exhausted. God, I can't think straight. I, I am not able to do things. I'm exhausted, and mental exhaustion even brought forth physical exhaustion. It was like I don't want to be this tired every day of my life. I can't keep waking up like this. I can't keep living like this. I need you to come through for me. I need you. I need you to give me rest. I need. To, I need you to lift this burden off my shoulders. I need you to help me to trust you to give you this burden because you said we should cast our burdens unto you and. The other verse was um, uh, God promises to strengthen you. That was from Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14 to 16 and um the other one was god promises to take care of all your needs that was from my all time favorite bible verse philippians chapter 4 verse 19 and this is, and the same god who takes care of me will supply all your needs from your glo- from his glorious riches which have been given to us in jesus christ so in simple terms the bible says that we have been given riches through the name of of jesus christ that means anything we pray in the name of jesus christ we have already received it because all riches belong to God. And then I was like, money is, money, I don't know where, where I'm going to get my next 1,000 bob or 500 bob or 100 bob. And you say silver and gold belongs to you. And I am a child. And if you're my father, I believe you should provide these riches to me. And right now, and right now, I'm not feeling like it. So I just went and held him accountable. Like you said, I deserve this. Uh, you, you said I could have all this, good things you said I could have this and this and at this moment I am not having them I don't have them I don't have peace I am tired I'm carrying the burden on my shoulders on my own and I need you to lift it from my shoulders and those are some of the things that gave me peace while reading the bible there are a lot I had to read like I had to read and understand God's promises to me and what I have to do on my side for those promises to be fulfilled in my life and if you if you feel like that it's something that could help you, you could read some of those verses, and you would like get a deeper understanding of what God promises are to you, and there are a lot. But something else that I I also I like I have come to think or to realize after i have like after i have been redirected now is like i've i started asking myself like does it have anything to do with me that i got rejected and most of the time it didn't have anything to do with me i prepped mostly these things were like jobs in job searching and i was like i prepped my cv i had all my certificates ready i went to interview rooms and walked out feeling like i have given it my best so whether or not i made it um to like the final stage of the interview or to the job it it doesn't have anything to do with me whether i don't make it to get the job or to get to the next step of the interview because i did everything that i could everything that was in my power and in my best of my, like in the best of my ability i did it well and i am sure i gave it my best i didn't walk to an interview room even once and feel like i have not given this my best i have not given this um job my best like you know i always i was always prepared i was i always had what i always like researched and one thing about rejection it doesn't have anything to you to do with you if you have given it your best if you're sure you gave it your best and you didn't still like make the cut or you still didn't get chosen for that it doesn't mean that the quality of your work is bad like it doesn't mean that your work is not as good as you think it was or it doesn't mean you didn't put in the necessary effort that you did in your work now that you have not been recognized now that you have not been given a brand endorsement now that you have you know you have not gotten enough likes you now that you have not you don't have enough subscribers it doesn't have anything to do with you it just means that god is might be preparing for you for a big you for a bigger opportunity. Sometimes we dream small and the plans that God has for our lives are even way beyond that we can think of. God says he has plans that no mind has conceived, no eye has seen, no ear has had. So meaning sometimes God has bigger plans for our lives. And it might not seem like it right now when you're dealing with that, but God has bigger plans for you. You might be dreaming small. You might be thinking of a over of, of a campaign that is going on in Kenya but God is preparing you for an international campaign. You might be uh, thinking of a job that is going to pay you this and this, maybe 50,000, but God is prepping you for a job that is going to pay you 100,000, maybe out of the country, working from home. You know, you might be applying for scholarships in the country, but God wants you to go to Oxford and Harvard and the US and the UK and all these things. So, Sometimes things, these things don't don't have anything to do with us. We did everything right, but God is just prepping us for something bigger and something great in our lives. So how do you take how do you take the L? How do you try to overcome the feeling of defeat because you will always feel defeated. If it's a job interview, you'll always feel like you were the least favorite of all, like the people that you were with. And how do you take that L now? How do you go home and keep on live to see another day? You know, keep on attached is a copy of my cv every day you know how do you how do you do that how do you answer to all the questions of you by the you went to an interview how did it go like that and it's just as simple as find peace like whatever that means for you if it's praying pray if it's keeping if it's um applying for other jobs keep applying if it's staying at home and resting for a week rest for a week that's the only way you're going to take that l comfortably if you keep on overthinking you're going to become anxious you're going to have over, you you're going to have overwhelming feelings you're going to have mental breakdowns and it's not going to be good for you so just find peace in the slightest things whatever you whatever that looks like for you for me it was praying and go and going to church and reading the bible I found peace in that but we all have different um like things that would do it that would cut it for us. So whatever that means for you, then do it, and I'm sure in the next couple of weeks or months you will look back and you will be like, yeah, honestly, I was being redirected to this. Like I missed other opportunities for me to get to these bigger opportunities because if I would have gotten these smaller opportunities, then I would have settled for those ones, and I will not have like uh set my eyes on this other big one. And I'm sure you're there, you're you're down, you're discouraged, you're heartbroken and you don't know how to deal with it and you're wondering what the, what is this girl saying does she even know that point and I've been there I have been rejected but again I have also been redirected beautifully and I truly hope that God is going to work it out for you that you look back and say that God did not fail you you're going to look back and see that God was with you throughout this time and I truly hope you're going to Get whatever it is that your heart desires so much. And yeah, I'm rooting for you. And I truly hope God is going to come through for you in that exact moment where you need him to come through for you, where you need him to talk to you in the voice that you are going to understand. And yeah, I truly hope that you are going to see that rejection is not rejection. Sometimes it might be redirection. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode, first episode of the season. If you loved it, do not forget to share with a friend. Do not forget to give me feedback. Do not forget to vote for Perfectly Imperfect Podcast of the Year. Do not forget to follow us on Instagram, Perfectly Imperfect with Mercy. Like our reels, like our posts and share, 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 share the voting link link share this link uh, to this episode and i will really really appreciate it if you're listening on spotify do not forget to follow us there as well and thank you so much for tuning in i will see you next week bye